Hey everyone, Alex here. Just wanted to give you a heads up that Sam's mic had some issues during this episode. All the recordings have a fuzziness to them. It is a talk-heavy episode, and Mole has a lot of explaining, as you know right now. It is pretty much throughout the entire episode. We tried to do what we can to reduce it, and it's just not going away. Apologies for that. Hope you can listen through that toward the content. Uh, there's a lot that it's decided here. It is pretty pivotal as we're wrapping up this final season. Thank you guys very much for listening. We love you all. And uh, hey, if you got some time, don't forget to write us a review when you can. We really appreciate that. And enjoy Welcome the episode. Beholder's Eye. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and dungeon master. The Great Isle is in a time of turmoil. Murat Hall raids the countryside. The Grand Abbot has called a conclave to regulate the use of magic. Emperor Simon of Crux and Queen Alanya of Thelmer, once enemies, are now betrothed. The zealous Red Hand terrorize all who oppose their doctrine. Only one group can make things more explosive. The magical miscreants are... Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblox Bluebeard, aka Rosie. I'm a gnome artificer bard. Garen Kelso, High Elf Blade Singer. Mole Erzog, Orc Forge Cleric of Saint Allegius. Cal Thornbreach, Satyr Bard of Eloquence. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I can. Uh, so, last episode, we proceeded to go through the door um, after having killed all of those monsters in that kind of aftermath and walked straight into a weird room that had some, like, pylons and <laughs> a weird creature thing in the center and some metal monks and Emperor Simon just standing there. Um, we're in the middle of this, like, secret lair. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, instead of how we thought it might go, where he would try to attack us, uh, he immediately opened with, I'm going to talk to you. A lot. And, um, seemed like a rather, uh, reasonable fellow and wanted to work with us going forward. Um... He seems to have some slightly different plans than he conveys to everyone else. He just kind of wants control and to, to shepherd people. Um, he gave them all, and especially Mole, the, the, the talk of, you know, we can basically rule this evil empire together. Um, <laughs> So, and Mole graciously accepted because he thinks he can shepherd and change him. Um, after that, we then all proceeded to leave and um, Garen plane shifted us into our little hut out of time, our little nonsense nook. And yeah, they Garen and... <coughs> Cal had a conversation about whether or not they can trust Mole, and Mole sent a secret sending to APU to tell him he thinks he has a plan for how to free his people. And I think that's all that happened. 
Uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. So yeah, Mole now is uh, thinking he'll be in cahoots with Emperor Simon. Um, so Mole can basically become the Grand Abbot was the implication there and rule the church under the auspices of Emperor Simon. Um, maybe unofficially, but that's pretty much what's understood. Um, and they talked about at the big uh, conclave they're going to have that uh, is... Mainly about um, Margraine killing um, Mother Caldona. Um, they're going to kind of turn that into, hey, we're, we're going to sort of do a coup of the church. So as of right now, that's that's pretty much the plan. You guys are still in the time, out of time. Um, so what are you doing? Um, uh, Rosie still has her date later on today. Yeah. Oh, and um, Mole is completely justified. God said it's okay. Um, so. Well, you interpreted what God said as being okay, so. <laughs> yes, correct. These are one and the same thing. Just for time track. Just for time tracking, Alex, how long would be left on my negatives to wisdom? Um, well, if, you, if you're going to take an eight-hour rest, it'll go away. Oh, sweet. And I assumed that's what we were doing here. Yeah. Yeah, we already rested. Yeah, so. we did. Okay. We, yeah, all my spells are back. Desperately good. It's nice that they have a long rest and short rest button now on the, the campaign or on the. Yeah. <gasps> I didn't even see that. I didn't okay. realize that either. That's awesome. Yeah, you just click it and all your stuff comes back. Spells and. I did it all the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um. So we were going to rest, and then we didn't talk about what our next steps are going to be last night, right? We were going to do that this morning? Right, yeah. Okay. Rosie um, will be in the kitchen <laughs> of our time out of time place that we definitely have here, um, <clears throat> brewing a pot of tea. Not sanguine bosom, just regular ass tea. I imagine... <laughs> <Well>, good. <laughs> I, I've always imagined it as just kind of like we're in nothing, but with you saying that, like as every time we come back, uh, there's like kind of ghosts of things that make us comfortable, like appearing, and then it's just becoming more and more solid as we come here more often. But I totally pictured it as like a big open like Arabian palace kind of thing, like something <laughs> around the equator where it's just nice and warm and like perfectly temperatured all the time. But like big open doorways, big white hallways, big, I don't know why. Oh. And Ooh. lots of pillows everywhere. We all That's... have very different head spaces for this. Um, for me, it was literally a nonsense nook. This is like a small little hut. And when you look outside the windows and stuff, there's just nothing. Like, it's just... Interesting. Yeah, it's just like a cabin in <laughs> nothingness. And when you walk huh. outside the door, it just dumps you out that portal. <laughs> I would always envisioned it like a little island floating in nothing. <laughs> a little hut, small house sort of thing. And I thought everyone who's there and then like a little pond i don't know why there's a little pond in a tree outside i don't know what's in my head for that's <laughs> like, yeah i was i was pretty close to ryan's there i didn't imagine the pond but pretty much everything else that's interesting <laughs> that we all so different that's fun that's cool all so right. is it something that we've all experienced differently yeah 
Why not? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> all right. That would be so weird. That's it's the, like the room not? of requirement, That's right? That's the reality. Just, right. It's different for all our characters. Yeah, but so. we're all experiencing it differently at the same time. That that would be weird. Like, it's I whatever mean, it, it is to whatever. It kind of doesn't I mean, exist, really say, right? So. Yeah, I was going to say, can you say at the same time when you're out of time? Mm. So it's anyway. Uh, Rosie's <laughs> making tea wherever the fuck that is. <laughs> Over Gar a fire in the kitchen. I don't know. Whatever. Since Garen like, doesn't see anything, he just sees Rosie just like pouring teas <laughs> or pouring, doing the action of pouring tea, but there's nothing there. <laughs> well, I'd imagine that whatever you see them interacting with would have to suddenly start coming into view through your own interpretation. I, I, I Well, no, what I think is that the way it works is super weird, that when we're alone, it's whatever whatever you're interpreting it as. But when you're, when you're encountering somebody else, because of the way that it's like molded and shaped it, you just happen to both have the exact same experience, you know? You're both viewing it within the same lens because you're both within the same frame of reference. But when you're out of the same frame of reference, it's whatever, you know? Um, and we just go this, with it. And we're this, like, cool, whatever. This conversation sounds like we all ate like a bunch of edibles about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> well, that's how I prep Listen, mine weren't off already at times. <laughs> cool. Um... <clears throat> Anyway, I'm uh, yeah, standing there making tea like we're going to have a big discussion, and I just want to have like a grounding piece of experience to go with it, since apparently we're all in our own little worlds, literally. <clears throat> um, so in our heads to Cal, say, man, I really wish I knew what we actually said last time. I can't remember. Repeat it. <laughs> Just, it doesn't matter if you're repeating it. Okay. It's great. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, double down. <laughs> no, I mean, so I can know where to start, but. <laughs> um, so we can be assured that Mole will not be with whatever plan we want, but should we try to bring Rosie in? While she was enamored with the technology, she didn't seem to care much about what the Emperor said, right? I could see that, and if we promised Rosie all the technology she could right. ever want. She could be the leader. With no restrictions on what she does with it at all, that she might be willing to help us more. And I have no I have no issues with Rosie doing whatever she wants with all that weird stuff in that room. Alright. That stuff makes me un uneasy. Certainly. And she was an agent in this country. So perhaps she has some ends with some other spies or whatever. At least contacts. That's true. She may... I, well, she probably knows more than we do about this area. Right. I mean, I just kind of teleported us and didn't learn anything about the culture or the country <laughs> on the way at all. Don't worry, we're in the same boat. Um, so I guess in our heads, delicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rosie, we are going to talk just between the three of us, excluding Mole. Why are we excluding Mole? 
Because Mole has gone to the dark side, I would say. Um, Possible <laughs> conflict of interest. Major conflict of interest. And what he doesn't know will perhaps not get him killed. It can still hurt him. Oh, it very much could hurt him, I guess. But plausible deniability until, you know, something comes of our talk. So you're totally going to murder the Emperor, right? That's the plan. <laughs> but we need a backup. Or we need a, a switcheroo, so to speak. What do you mean by switcheroo? Well, Cal can, of course, become the Emperor, look like him. But They're going to have anti-magic fields all over the place, dude. Like, I don't know how long that's going to last. That's the problem. Not to mention, he does not know anything about Crux. Or, or this world, for that matter. Um, it's going to be really damn hard to be the Emperor if you don't know what's going on. And that's where you come in. You are a... I mean, that's as well as I've been doing so far, everything. I don't know what's going on. It's working out, this. but at some point, kind of... it can't last. But, Rosie, you are a agent here for... Uh, Lord Magnar, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, don't you have, like, contacts here? Or? Um, I don't. Um. Yes, you do. <laughs> the, okay, so I don't have any contacts in this city, is the problem. The people that I know were, like, up in Pinewall. You, and you do have contacts in this You city. have contacts here. Do I? Lynn. Do I have contacts with? <laughs> oh, Lynn. Um, but did I know that Lynn was coming here? Yeah, because he wanted to, that, that's what to go to out loud. Crux. Go home. Oh. Crux. Okay. Um, well, so the people that like we met here were mostly up in Pinewall. The only other person I kind of know... Um, I don't know where they are, but they are theoretically around Crook somewhere. Um, and the, the problem with Lynn is that they change a lot and, uh, sometimes can be hard to spot. Change how? Um, you know how, uh, Cal changes? Yes. Like that, only better. <laughs> Great. <you think. laughs> Is it? Uh... Cal now plans to secretly kill me. <laughs> I think he was born that way. Um, so he, it is not magic. Way. I, it didn't seem like super magical. Like, yeah, it's there's something there, but yeah, they could change. Um, but if it, if they could change, and if they know about Crux, and they know about the Emperor, and cannot be lost to an anti-magic field. Uh-huh. And I, I suppose this, this all depends on how this person feels about Crux. Well, and I don't know if their changes are affected by anti-magic either. I'm not really sure how it works. I just know that they were kind of freaky at times because they were able to do things that were really cool. Um, but yeah, we can try to find Lynn. Um, 
Do you have like a uh, a stone magic stone to talk with, Lynn? No, you no. don't. <laughs> I sure don't. Um, I'm trying to think if I would have anything related to Lynn whatsoever, and I don't think I do. Lynn like never. A locket of their hair or something. Yeah. Rosie's really just a creep and stealing hair from everybody <laughs> as they sleep. Uh, you have like their favorite dress or whatever, you know, just something. Uh, no. Oh, would I have like clothing that Lynn wore because I have the various um, uh, 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 well, the pieces robes and of stuff? fabric and stuff? Because like, or did Lynn keep all of that? I, when I think went? we all took our own. Yeah, I think Lynn kept it for I, disguise purposes. Uh, yeah, they're. I I believe they're on Lynn's character sheet. Okay. If you, if you can describe Lynn, to Cal, yeah. he might I be able will, to send a message. I will describe Lynn's like neutral form, uh, because I've seen that. Where, Wait, like, I've seen Lynn, of, right? You've seen Lynn while we were playing. Yeah, okay. Fighting each other. Lynn was the one that Rosie refused to kill. Right, okay. So, oh. I, yeah. Um, so, so uh, I will describe Lynn as well as Rosie remembers, because Kim does not. Uh. <laughs> and as you describe, Garen's like, is that the one that you were fighting with in the, in the arena? Yeah, um... They were the one that I refused to kill. Oh, and then okay. that's how I know that they're here because they said they wanted to come to Crooks. Um, okay, we might be able to do this. I can form a picture, but I do not want Mole to see. <clears throat> so, could you, oh, Ryan, you're muted. Just like huddle around <laughs> each other and hide. <laughs> do the picture without. <laughs> um. Yeah, we can just, I guess, just kind of block our view of Mole and then... Perhaps... Why don't you come join me for some tea in the kitchen? Oh, that sounds good. And then and... we can just all be in the kitchen and Mole can be elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll cast Minor Illusion to show um, Cal what... <clears throat> at least how I remember Lynn looking like, so... I'll make little tweaks as you're displaying. Like, no, 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 no. The ears were a little bit higher. <laughs> um, like a forensic artist. Yes. Do you think you could All try right. and get a message to Lynn? I I can certainly try. I have enough spells to do it. Minute. And I will. So, yeah, I'll, what am I meant to say to? We should we should meet him somewhere. What? Could get him to come to the barracks as well. We'd Let's not do the barracks. The emperor knows where we are now. <laughs> but you Why do need to get your 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 statue out of there. Yes. Um, potentially before it does something that I don't know what it'll do. Can anything break through? I'm I'm worried about I'm worried about breaking. Can anything get inside the mansion? Uh, not unless I invite it when I set up the spell. Or disable. Sorry, 
When I do my grandfather's <laughs> trick, I have to give the invite list. <laughs> and then the magical bouncer keeps everyone else out. Not even like a disintegrate? Ray could destroy it? Excellent. No, not to my knowledge. <laughs> Wait, how about we meet down at the Musky Tavern? You know that one place that was kind of on the edge of the whole block of things? <laughs> Sorry if I'm stepping on your world building, Alex. This person can take over people. We could make this person into the whoever your date is. We remove them discreetly, <laughs> and then you can have a conversation without more ever knowing. That's what? Um, what? <laughs> Go ahead. It's like, uh, um, what? Which bar are you talking about? There? Are you, are you talking about the Rand House where the Red Hand are? Or are you talking about? No, I'm just that's... making up a random place that was in the square because Rosie had a look, but we never specified like what was where exactly. So I was just trying to okay. name one that was at the very edge of whatever that square was. The market area. Yeah. Uh, Good because yeah. okay. I'm. I, well, I went into very. I thought direction. I had forgotten about the Musky Tavern, and I was. Yeah. Gonna... I... <laughs> <laughs> I was so convincing, and it it just exists now. Ha ha ha. Well, I was I was like, are you describing a different one, or did I? Because right. I have a few random taverns. <laughs> did I say one? Okay. Um, let's see. This is Rosie describing something, so she totally just misremembered the name. It's fine. Okay. Cool. So let's say the one that you would be able to find <coughs> would be. Let me get to my districts page. No, no. There we go. All right. Um, so, oh yeah. So it would be on the Fortog district, which is where the Dinky and Dainty was, and the vintage treasures that got blown up. Um, mm -hmm. So we would say. You've got the antiquated belly, uh, <laughs> odd types, and then the revival bar. Those are the three different places. The antiquated belly's a, a bar slash inn. The odd types is a uh, they do um, it's a, it's a bar and they do musical theater kind of stuff there as well. And then there's just the revival, which is another bar slash inn, kind of basic. What was the name of the last one? Revival. Revival. Yep. Antiquated Belly, Odd Types, and then Revival. You know that one that when we walked by, it smelled kind of musty? Mm. <laughs> the Antiquated Belly? Oh, that was probably it. Yes, I, I happen to notice a lot of bars. That... Doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> so anyway, sure. the the goal is to take out the emperor and replace Cal in his place. I mean, sure, sounds easy. Oh, even myself or this thin person, if they can do it so much better. Then... <laughs> I don't know if Lynn will be down for that, but we can ask. If we can find them. Alright, so say, hey, Rosie wants to meet at the Antiquated Belly. Are you in Crux? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I get 25 words, isn't it? 
Uh, and if you use my full name, you've used up so, five of them, so don't do that. So it's just for <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I know you. No, I want to be vague and odd at the same time. Yeah. How <laughs> is. So. Okay, so I will message Lynn, or try to. Um, this cross planes, I have to do the D100 at least. It gets through, hopefully. Um, Wait, so what, what's the D100? Then you. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's because we're sending it across planes, there's a 5% chance it'll fail. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Higher. So I was just doing I was going to do the message anyway. Was just, we have to do that wrong. Yeah, high or low? <clears throat> so. Uh, low. Okay. 97. So, yeah, you're good. Either way. Sweet. Yeah, you're right in that sm so smack I'll dab say... in the middle. You're safe. Uh, Lynn, do you remember a person called Rosie? <laughs> she remembers you. I think we need to meet you as you can transform better. Oh, no, that's too many. Hi, Lynn. Do you remember Rosie? She thinks you can do something better than <laughs> me. Can we meet in Crux, please? Cal. <laughs> Two words to spare. <laughs> you didn't mention the antiquated belly at all, but all right. Oh no, I've just asked if he's in Crux in that one. Because <laughs> he can reply to it and I can send again. Alright, so that message, very concise message, um, goes out to Lynn. Lynn, how do you respond? Uh, Cal gets zero response. No response. <laughs> I think he's dead. Um, what? There was no response. People normally reply to those sort of messages. Well, what did you say? I, I just said, uh, does he remember Rosie and can we meet in Crux? Just to see if he was in the area first. Uh, Rosie. He might have moved away. You get a message in your head. <laughs> Are you talking to people about me? And since you know Lynn, you know it's Lynn because that's how the spell works. You know the okay. sender if you know them. Um, and I know how the spell works because I have it too. Um, I could have just sent to him, but anyway. Oh, <laughs> you didn't didn't ask that. You were just trying to get the message out. Um, anyway, back to Lynn. This is very off style. No, that would make too much sense. Um, I will respond to Lynn. Sorry about that. I wanted to meet up with you since I am here in Crux. Could you join me at the antiquated belly? Right on. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to send another message, right? <laughs> right. And then I will do sending, well, and then I'll be like, oops, sorry. You can respond now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
go ahead and roll too. So let's make sure it gets across. Planes. Oh right. Oh right. I guess both of you need uh, to. Hi, please. Uh, I I I rolled. I was oh, looking for high. I rolled a two though. So. Oh. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Rosie. Your turn. Well, higher. You're doing high as well. Okay. Yeah. Did you want me to roll it or Bro! you? Roll. No, you can roll it. <clears throat> I am not prepared to roll. Roll. Uh, gee, 100. Not 1,000. 100. I also rolled a 2. Oh, nice. Thanks for getting all those burps on the recording there, Ben. That's, uh, You're welcome. Help us sync it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So you rolled a 2. Um, so, yeah, message goes through. Len. You're free to respond. Uh, yeah. You'll... You'll hear from Lynn. Um, I will. I will try. <laughs> no time. No anything. Just all right. Cool. <laughs> oh um, no. Okay. Not. I will try. I'm trying to. Um. You okay, Sam? No, I'm yeah, thinking. seriously. That's like <laughs> I'm thinking. Did you did that edible kick in finally? So. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, you will get the answer. Um. I will see you after your date. Oh damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been following me apparently, so yeah, I'll meet him. Oh, okay. I will say in our heads. That is perhaps a good thing. Don't creepy. Oh, that's rather creepy. We can make him dead. <laughs> we don't want to make him, him dead. We want to use him. <laughs> that's creepy. Stalking people. That's just Lynn. He's fine. <laughs> Says the guy who constantly sends a message to Marat Hall. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. But we don't know that. We, we've been over this before. Cal doesn't keep to anything Cal says. This is just a fun vacation for Cal. Then he goes back to the favor. Things are real, obviously. <laughs> yeah, this is all just, you know, a make-believe area that some people they don't live for a long stay. Yeah, there. unlike the Fel Fey realm, this is just a land of story tales and mysteries, you know? <laughs> obviously. Well, okay, we should probably so... get back if I'm going to go to that date tonight. That'll be out loud. Do we? Do you still need to do that? Wasn't that... Why did you do that anyways? <laughs> I don't remember. That was the guy with the red hand. From, who was guarding the room? Yeah. Were we all together for that? Yeah. Because yeah. Mole was a bird. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mom. You Mom. remember Ta uh, Tyson? Yeah, but why? Oh, shit. Do I have a meeting with Tyson or Dyson? Dyson is the one you're going on a date with. Okay. <laughs> you, I, I, I know we don't need to remember this after this, but uh, D for date, Dyson. Yeah, uh, Rosie is still like, wait, shit, which one am I going on a date with? <laughs> is it Tyson or Dyson? They almost look the same. It's uh, fine. They do. <laughs> You remember Cal? Uh... 
One of them was more annoying than the others, but that's all I remember, really. <laughs> one was like he kept watching the book. It, I, was, I was a little bit focused on the book. I think that's... it was that one. Man, I could get yeah. that book still. <clears throat> okay, well. Should we take that book? It's not really magical. It's just a book. I mean, if you that want was... to take it. It's uh, just there. Oh, you're right. It's more effort than it's worth, isn't it? Probably. <clears throat> could probably take down the church, though. So, you know, if people actually believed in the book versus all of the bullshit that the church puts out. Possibly. But I do not think the Red Hand is the best people to... Perhaps Morla. Morla's got her head on her shoulders. Somewhat. Or she's just very delusional. I do not know. But we should... Out loud, I will be saying this. We should probably talk about what we're going to do when we get back. Well? And I will <clears throat> try to pull Mole into the conversation. Yeah. Since you're buddy-buddy with the Emperor, are you moving into the bishop's house right away? Whatever he's called. I don't remember. Archbishop? Grand Abbot. Grand Abbot. Uh, no. Um, I assume if that was the case, that wouldn't be until after I've, uh, the church, the sect of Saint Eligius has has assumed control of the church, mm. and I don't believe that they have any specific special house. The Grand Abbot stays at the Church of Saint. Uh, no, the the, the the Grand Abbot definitely stays at a special house. In the a special Basilica house. That's where, okay. that's, that's where the where portal Piatra's is. Been. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um. <clears throat> So, just because I have Emperor Simon's backing does not mean I am, by default, the Grand Abbot. Technically, I'm not even the Archbishop of my own sect. So, so what do we have to do to get you to be Archbishop slash Grand Abbot? Well, what we've been planning the whole time influence the rest of the sects at the conflict uh, at the conclave and use now we have guaranteed backing by at least one of them and the emperor and um more or less we i i've struggled to find a more palatable word for it but we have a coup essentially well, this is all assuming that the Emperor is not going to attempt to murder you, right? It could have just been, hey, these guys are very powerful and could take me out, so let me just schmooze them and get them on my side. He did ask, he's like, oh, you were staying in the church barracks or whatever, right? And you're like, yeah, I am. Well, he knew who I was from the very beginning. Yes. He knew where I was staying, and I, for one, believe his intent. I, I made a roll on that and everything last time, right? Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. made a pretty solid roll. Like Mole, <laughs> very much believes that mm -hmm. that they were telling them the truth. I believe yeah. he was telling me the truth. Um, well, I tried to be a good judge of character, and uh, <clears throat> you know. I'm 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 a I'm a changer of people and of metal 
and while I disagree with some things that the Emperor does, from a position of power close to them, it will be easier to change them, to reforge them. Well, I mean, good luck. <laughs> I do not, yeah. I'm a little concerned about making the robots without souls uh, and the amount and of with souls, souls that it's taking to be honest to cons the, the amount of souls that it's taking to get to the point where he thinks he might be able to maybe someday make them without it's concerning like I know you gotta break a few eggs but jeez these are people <laughs> I do believe that this is concerning um, and we will need to address this. But right now, I'm not in the position to influence this. He, he, is it just him doing these things? Or is it his entire organization? The most effective way to, <coughs> to change it would be through him. A little trickle-down change. I get it. Well, yes, you can make the most strategic changes from the top. What is the structure of a church? St. Crowley, or not St. Crowley, but whatever his face is. Emperor Simon is the bishop? Archbishop? He is the uh, he is the archbishop. So he's Saint the Crowley. head of St. Crowley, yes? Yes. Isn't the Grand Abbot from St. Crowley, too? No. Pe Peregrine. Peregrine. I get all these church things mixed up. I remember things sometimes. Question, just just because I actually don't know this, the, the things of this, but Mole would definitely know. How does one become the Grand Abbot usually? Is it voted on by a conclave, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's within the, uh, each sect votes for its own archbishop out of out of a group of bishops. Right, but and but then the, the, and grand then the archbishops vote on. Then the okay. archbishops vote on the Grand Abbot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of the archbishops. Right. Right. Okay. Um, yes. So usually at a conclave, all of the arch archbishops or their representatives will vote on who will become the grand abbot when we are choosing a new one out of our available pool of archbishops. Hmm. Currently, I, imagine... I the vote for for us. Right. And if Simon is what he says he is, he would vote for you as well, right? Correct. And I believe we tentatively have St. Archand on our side. Hmm. So how many... We have 12, right? We have to get to 7 voting for you? There's 10, yeah. so you just need 6. Oh. I imagine that if things go the way most things go... Most archbishops would vote for themselves, yes? Um, well, as we have successfully in the past elected uh, a grand abbot, no, that is not the case. Well, but all you need is one more vote. If everybody votes for themselves, except for two people who vote for the same person, then two votes would win it, right? Correct. Unless it's a majority needed? I don't know. 
Well, at the same time, if if everyone knows they're not going to win and then someone else votes for them, they can trade their vote for favours and that can, gets them more power technically, but not getting a position. It just adds a lot and of politics into it. And sects have more or less power just due to their nature. Um, some are also more or less liked than others. So to them, it may make sense to throw behind someone else. That makes sense. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm pulling up the list of Theos orders. We're on the same wavelength. That was. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember all of the things. You know, while we're at it, maybe I should just open that up too. Because, uh. <laughs> like. Rosie definitely knows at least the names of them. Like, she might not really know what they do, but... Oh, I think almost right. everybody would know the names of them and, like, the high level, they kind of do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. I was just trying to remember um, our buddy up in Pinewall who helped us get through. Uh, Church of St. Archon. That Was that Archon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Archon's going to be all over the place, you know, like, they're the ones who don't really care for the politics and everything, they're more about just, they're, they're the, the Indiana Joneses, okay. yeah, they're Never the adventurous mind. ones. Yeah. So Archon's the library? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, just for your kind of awareness, from a player perspective, there's only a couple that we actually, that you actually have experience in game like that we've played in game so we've got um obviously we've got saint allegis that you've got margraine and mole were a part of um you've got saint Comana, which um ben's character played i believe drathen. that was saint Comana, drathen yeah, um, yep, nature yep you also <laughs> have um you have saint uh Mariam. Um, that was Father Blevin, um, mm -hmm. was a, a priest of St. Miriam, a Tempest priest. Um, and they're probably, you would refer to one of the ones that I was talking about, that people more or less dislike that sect, so they would have zero chance of winning ever. So probably oh. are going to throw their vote behind someone else. Yeah, and then you've got St. Peregrine, of course, which is the one of life, and therefore they are the, the most powerful and richest because they're the ones yeah. who control like all the healing potions. The and... ones that wanted a million dollars to bring uh, <laughs> to, to bring Margraine's sister back and that sort of thing. So, Yep. Yep. And then the ones that we don't know you guys haven't really interacted with are uh, Castellana, which is the Order of Light. They're also known as the Rainbow Priests because of their vestments. Um, let's see, there's St. Silos, who's the, they do trickery, is theirs, um, and then St. Isadora is war, and then, where's St. St. Beta? Yeah, St. Yeah, Beta grave. is the grave, order of grave. Uh, we had one, Ben played one character from a side eye who was that one, and they're the ones who paint themselves black with white runes all over their body, um, and the black paint is the ashes of the cremated. Oh, that's right. They're the super creepy ones. Mm -hmm. They're goth mm -hmm. on, like, <laughs> another level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except for he was actually uh, 
a, a priest of life, but he did the death thing. So, because I didn't realize there was a death priest, uh, de oh, death cleric. <laughs> yeah, like he he belonged to that order, but I didn't know there was a death cleric. So, or whatever it's called, so, grave cleric. Grave cleric. Yeah. yeah. So he's still creepy. <laughs> yes. Successful. Congratulations. Thanks. Okay, so what what are we doing here, folks? Well, Rosie's got I mean, that date, and uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> have and, much to do now. I mean, I kind of j accomplished case, my goal here. As characters, we forgot why Rosie was going on their date. Rosie wanted to try and influence the Red Hand and figure out what they were doing in town. Yes, because they're kind of they're kind of another faction going on in this whole. This whole conclave thing that we needed to get like a bead on, you know, because we don't want to have the conclave and have all the red hand like swarm and take it down with whatever the fuck that's been attacking the city. Right. And it's definitely going to be one of the discussion <clears throat> topics. Like it's going to be hot on everybody's mind about the red hand. So, uh -huh. so either okay. way, we need information on them. So that's what Rosie will be doing, whether or not you want to like hang out nearby or you know be at be at the bar next door whatever to just kind of be around in case shit goes down that's fine sounds good we can and remember be there it's, for... it's in that it's in that open square so you guys do have the op opportunity to like kind of mingle in the crowd pretty easily and keep an eye on her okay not that rosie can't handle herself but just no but if there's more than if it's a ambush or something or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or something explodes again. Yeah. That too. <laughs> so yeah, twice in one day it gets bombed. <laughs> Stranger <laughs> things, you know? True. Okay, so well, what do you guys do? Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to go to my date uh, and I will like try to do the, the time math and just be like, if you could just pop me out at like, I mean, I could get ready here. Uh, whatever. If you could just pop me out like close to there, is that possible? Um, it would be best if we do it in a place a little more discreet. Oh, Remember, we magic is not a good thing here. Right, right, right. Ugh, so annoying. Oh, here it's good. Let's not go right, back back. Yeah. We don't want to get. Thank more you for the clarification, Cal. <laughs> okay so uh pop out if we can get there at like five then i'll get ready and then that should give me a good hour to walk across the city and if you all want to be like you know nearby or whatever in case something happens that's cool uh i don't care but it's up to you sure sounds cool. good and now rosie is desperately trying to think of how she's going to explain meeting Lynn afterward, but we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are... Where are you popping out into? Our place where we've been staying is what I was going for. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I guess we have All a couple right. rooms to that's go good. Into, so. Yeah, that's good. If we go there, I can then go in, grab the thing that might break when we close the spell, redo the spell, and we have the mansion for 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. So you guys pop out into the basilica, mm -hmm. into the uh, dormitory, and as we change location, we'll call the episode. We're gonna end it here. Okay. 
Damn it. Thank you all for listening to Beholder's Eye, Volume 2, Episode 19, Orders Up. Don't forget to give us a five-star review wherever you're listening to podcasts. That helps us out more than just about anything. Check out our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com. Thanks, and we'll see you all next week. Editing by Alexander Floyd. Music from Filmmusic.io. Minstrel Guild. Curse of the Scarab, and our story begins all by Kevin MacLeod. Tranquil Fields Tense by Alexander Nakarada. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0. Creative Commons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0.